We strive to make this podcast and story as safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include mature themes. The world is a weird and wild place, but even now, there are men who seek to tame it by any means necessary. Hatred is spreading throughout the land, covering it with fear and blood. Masquerading as propaganda for safety, darkness is spreading, consuming those who do not fit with the natural order. Infecting the streets with political grandstanding, they have set their sights on the highest office. Bounty hunters with badges try and keep the promises of a dead man, but the weight of death clings to their steps. Their rage is palpable, and revenge is consuming. Two decades have passed since the gateway between this world and a world of unbridled madness was opened. The door stands open still, and the wilds are slowly seeping in. Searching out the ones that freed them from their cage. This is the Feywild West. We are the nightmares they want you to fear. We are the dead man's promise. Let's be legendary. Welcome back to Let's Be Legendary Wild West Edition. Yay! You got that baby shark song stuck in my head. Four for you, Glen Coco. Last we left our Dauntless adventurers. Mm, crying. Crying. Dauntless. I like it. Crying mostly. Crying mostly. They had managed to uncover the 42nd plot that was unwinding in the growing city of Crankshaft, and stop the Venasi-ridden 42nd from destroying the town. Uh-huh. Like, Venasi-infested, or more like. Venasi-founded 42nd. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> also, Talia was able to cross one name off of her list. Yup. And in exchange... Death Whisper required a name off its list. Yeah. Although, in all fairness, if that's the way it's going to work, that means I only have to kill three other people. If that is the way it works. <laughs> if that's the way it works. And are we really that lucky? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not lucky at all. <laughs> Ended with the two of you. Heading back. Arriving back into the house. It's very late. Mm. Last you had left Jareth, he was up in his room, was apparently asleep. Mm-hmm. I left him a note. Yep. And the house was quiet. I'm just gonna go to sleep. I'm, okay. I'm going to bed. I'm I can't gonna, do this. I'm gonna check on Jareth. He's still on there. The note's exactly where you left it. Okay, I take the note. I'll just go. I'll go to bed. Just... I come with. Um, out of energy. <laughs> I just told you as we go to sleep. You wake up the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> it just wins. Okay, cool. Talia, you're 
night was not the most restful. Vague dreams that kept you falling in and out of sleep for most of the night. Mm -hmm. Joy. What time is it, like, specifically? I'd say... Like, did I wake up early, or did I... Uh, you ended up actually oversleeping a little bit. It's closing in on 10, actually. Oh, hell. That's really late for me. Okay. I probably would. I have woken up at my usual time. I will see usual time? A little bit after Talia. Okay. I usually wake up at, like, 6... Between 6 and 7. Yeah, so... So, you I'd, wake up, like, around, like, 8 or 9? Probably. I'd, I'd say you wake up close to 9, okay. or maybe a little after. All right. But I let you sleep. I go downstairs without making breakfast. I don't know, you know how to cook. I don't. All right, then. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> uh, Celine, yes. uh, roll me um, oh, just a, a cooking check. A cooking check. All right. Wisdom. Wisdom? Would it be yeah, wisdom, or it wisdom or intelligence? Because uh, it's not too bad, actually. 14 plus some shit. I'll say... Actually, it'd be intelligence. Intelligence? Okay, yeah, I'll say intelligence. Uh, like 16. Okay, so you managed to not destroy the food. Right. I mean, I can figure it out. It's, yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, the, like, the eggs, they're fine. They're a little <laughs> runny. <laughs> but there are no shells in them. No, no you managed to... They fished out all the shells. Yes. <laughs> Jareth? Yes, it's Jareth. Jareth is up, yep. He comes down. Morning. Good morning. Do you do you know how to cook? <laughs> his eyes like he came in kind of rubbing his eyes and his eyes go wide a little bit. Um, no. Oh, okay, good. That's fine. Oh, okay. I'm like looking at all. The, I just pulled out everything from the fridge. Just looking at it like shit. How do you do this? Okay, well here, here we go. This is going to be interesting, Jerez. Usually your mother does the cooking, but I'm letting her sleep. She had a rough night. How do you like your eggs? Please scramble, please scramble, please scramble. <laughs> I like them over easy. Oh, okay. We can do that. <laughs> and she continues cooking. <laughs> he, he is getting scrambled. Yeah. <laughs> you go over easy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he opens his mouth to say something, closes it, it's like, Okay. Mm, okay, I know. What is this bacon? Okay, this seems very easy enough. You just turn on the, the, the stove and put this bacon in the pan and wait for it to get crispy. Yes, that sounds right. Okay, we will do that. Just let me know when it's my cue to come down. So, yeah, at, <laughs> at about 9.45, 10 o'clock, you're awake. Yeah, you come awake to the scent of bacon. Slightly burnt. Very burnt. Hey, so, so you got a 16. I'll say slightly. I like my bacon burnt. Ugh. Removing the flavor from it. <laughs> alright. Uh, alright, I come down and look curiously into the kitchen. And as you look in, is the moment the decrease fire breaks out. Ah! Let's put a pan over it. Okay! They get a big pot. What <laughs> the pot that I boil the skulls in? Maybe not that Let's one. Let's down on the, there's on the another, No, there's another one. It's on fire, Natalia! Morning, Jared. Morning. 
All right, I, I, I gotta take the monstrous pan off of it, and I put one of our smaller pans over it. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that came with the mess kit, and I just <laughs> give it a second, let it snuff itself out. Now so you, the bacon really is bound. So you made breakfast, huh? Allegedly. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. Looks around at the kitchen. It is a mess. Yeah. Well, have you eaten? Not yet. I was uh, I, I was trying I was trying to cook. Do Do you need help? No. Yeah. <laughs> and she as she's saying this, she nods. Okay. No. Why don't Why don't you sit, Jared? Did you eat? I was a little scared too. Oh. Did you Did he get food? Yes, I gave him his, his eggs over easy. That's scrambled, honey. No, they're over easy. Tell you what, I'm gonna cook breakfast for these two, and I'll eat his oh, okay. his scrambled eggs. How how do they taste? They're fine. They're a little too much pepper. Oh, <laughs> here is some coffee. Here you go, kitty. Here's some coffee. Is that your coffee? It's coffee. Can I smell if it's her coffee? Oh, you can smell like from the other side of the room. You can smell it all the way from the material plane. Don't look <laughs> at. Don't drink that. Drink it. Why? Drink it. I mean, it's your taste buds. Just like slowly. <coughs> Told you. <laughs> the miracle is to turn water into coffee, not the other way around. You don't turn it into water into coffee. You turn it into turpentine. Assuming that's around. <laughs> terpentine exists. Yeah. You turn oh, that. Terpentine smells terrible. Exactly. That's it. Terpentine can say, takes the paint off the walls. All right. I make breakfast for these two, the way they like it. Mm -hmm. And I also make regular coffee. Fine, I have your weak sauce coffee. Which, I don't know if Derek drinks coffee, but... Oh, where is my hot sauce? In the cupboard. Okay, I get out my hot sauce, the ones that can mm. melt metal, and I just yeah. dump, just slather all my eggs in it. That's a good uh, wake up. <laughs> you can probably feel it burning your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need to get more of this. Next time we go back to Airpack, we can we can get some. Uh, also some Tums. Yeah. <laughs> because with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't eat anything too spicy. Well, I'm sorry. I tried. I thought you should you could use a sleep and. Uh, oh, well, thank you, honey. It means a lot. And I get a plate, and it is a, just a pile of bound bacon. I'll eat it. Sorry. No, I want to eat it, but it because you can you probably don't like it like this. I'll take some of it. It and is I like eat it, it is anyway. just charcoal at this point. I, I eat it anyway, <laughs> but I do make jars on bacon. Okay. <laughs> I put some hot sauce on the on the, on the charred bacon. I don't eat that one. <laughs> I was thinking I might try to make pancakes, but uh Well, if you're interested I can teach you how. I actually haven't made a lot of pancakes, but I think I remember. <laughs> I think. I uh, mostly cook meat. <laughs> it's my forte. I have heard that sometimes you can, there's a type of pancake you put the bacon in. But there is a special song you have to sing while you are doing it. So I have heard. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that's gonna be in my head. It's already in my name. Oh, God damn it! All right. I remind Jared that I do want to speak to Talon. Right. At one point. Yes, today. because yeah, yeah, that's why we have to talk about your book. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess I should go outside and see what's going on. That's gonna be fun. After I clean up the kitchen. You find you find all sorts of things that are somehow dirty, like a, a meat tenderizer. Yeah, I don't know why you needed that. A cheese grater. You didn't put cheese on anything. One of those um, creme brulee um, telches. I didn't know we had this. What <laughs> <laughs> comes with this house? All right, so we were in like a meeting room downstairs in the miners' respite, right? Yep. So I'm gonna go out, out there, mm-hmm. and see what's going on. Okay. I'm making sure our son brushes his teeth and brushes, combs his hair, and puts on fresh underwear. But they're not dirty. Yes, they are. Put on fresh underpants. <laughs> As you put them on, I will come in there and put them on you for you. Fine. I think I'm probably looking at the spell book. Okay. Just looking at it. Yeah. Like, okay. You're saying that the spells you taught me are easy. Yeah. Like, I still get an headache every time I have to summon characters. How, how could some, I'm looking at Fireball, how could someone possibly cast this without their head exploding? <laughs> he just kind of shrugs, it's like, takes practice. You know, we clerics, we just ask for, for our spells and we are given them. What about moms? It is similar. And she... Getting it from a god, too? No. No, she is getting it from an artifact. Right, the the gun. Right. I don't know if I've ever... I mean, we've we've learned of objects that have certain spells, like, stored in them. Like a, um, a wand of magic missile, or... A ring? A ring that has, like, a... Oh, Talden showed us this really cool one. We uh, took us out to the lake. Field trip. A little field trip. <laughs> but we each got to try it. It was a ring of water walking. Oh. But I don't think I've heard of an artifact that just gives you spells to cast. <sighs> to be perfectly honest with you, Jealous, I do not understand it either. I mean, I do in theory, but... And I'm thinking about how completely devastated Talia was the night before. What do you know of warlocks? Not a lot. They've come up a couple of times in my histories. Usually they were they were also wizards or sorcerers of some stripe that made a bargain or something with something. That is what Yamazai has done. He goes quiet. So, she made a bargain with the gun? That is what she tells me. It sounds really stupid when you say it out loud. You made a bargain with a gun? Yes. It's almost as stupid as going to a you know completely what? different dimension you by know yourself. What? You know what? Shut up. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Hey, gun, did you make these people crazy? No, I did not. Okay, sounds legit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the gun it made didn't. them crazy. Well, yes, but it said it didn't, <laughs> and I believed it. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, yes. And technically, the gun didn't make it crazy. The, the, but uh, the, the idea yeah. of did you do this thing? No. All oh, right. Well, you can't. You must be telling me the truth. Yeah. That you cannot. Oh my God! You're so stupid. <laughs> you're so stupid. 
Well, yeah, I have a negative two. Yeah, and it is showing. Intelligence <laughs> of six. My wisdom, on the other hand, is pretty high. You wouldn't know it. There are many things in this world that are beyond comprehension some, to some. But do not trouble yourself with it. She knows what she is doing. Okay. Okay, what is it in terms of page? Okay, what is this one? Oh, that one. Animate objects. Animate objects? Yeah. And what does that do? Brings, uh, like, little inanimate objects to life. It brings them to life? A semblance of life. Does it make them move? Yeah. Hmm. It gives, it makes, like, a little, a little person out of an object. Can you cast it? Uh, no, that one. You know how your head was hurting looking at Fireball? Yes. Yeah. Your head looking at this one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what level is it? That's a fifth level spell. Yes, that would give you, that would give anyone, I'm sure that um, people who have mastered all these sort of things still get headaches. They buy stock and etc. and just break in the dividends. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm continuing to look at the spell book with Jarvis while you are going to see. Uh, yeah, I head outside into the bar. Yep. It being around 11 o'clock, there's not too many people in the bar, but there's people going in and out of the kitchens, kind of getting stuff ready for tonight. Just when things are going to be a bit more busy. Ah, see. Um, I'll stay well out of the way. Okay. Just head into the bar area. Yeah. Anybody I see or anybody I know? Looking around the bar, there's maybe about five people in, kind of enjoying an early lunch. Foreman Brasshammer. Probably better than burnt bacon. You do see Juliana. She's behind the bar, seemingly as always. But <laughs> she lives there. She lives there. It <laughs> has a bedroll behind there. You're right. Yeah, just like no, no, she has no. She has a, a trap door that she just like goes downstairs, like her, her uh, apartment. I was going yeah. to say, does, you know, Davy Jones cannot set foot on land. She cannot leave the bar. <laughs> she cannot leave the bar. <laughs> um, I nod to her. Mm-hmm. She nods back with a smile. Other people that are in the bar currently, just some townsfolk. Although as you're coming up from behind the bar and heading out into the area, the door opens and uh, Grim enters the bar. Kind of looks around and sees you and gives you a nod and starts walking over. I probably still look tired. Oh yeah. Like I had a bad, I had a really, either I drank a lot last night or yeah, I yeah. probably look hungover. I'm not hungover, but... Yeah. <laughs> Grim looks exhausted as well. All right. Hey. Hey. Please, you look good. Back at you. What's going on? Just working on mopping up the mess that the 42nd left. Anything I could do to help? No. It's just... Me and my deputies and a couple townsfolk spent most of the night clearing everybody out and uh, clearing all the corpses out of the gold strike. Anybody <laughs> at the gold strike alive? He shakes his head. Damn it. It looks like they had been holding the owner and his family hostage, but. I knew him. He was a bastard, but honest. Never one to back away from a fight. 
from what I was able to piece together, looks like he tried to make a fight for it when somebody had their back turned. I'm sorry. He shakes his head, rubs his forehead. With the few that surrendered and we have captured, Mayor wants to hold public trial first thing this morning. And uh, given that their guilt is a pretty foregone conclusion, it's gonna move right into hanging. And so far as I'm concerned, every single one of them deserves to swing. <laughs> but it rankles my sense of law to have the hangings be a foregone conclusion. You don't think they're going to get a fair trial? I know they're not. But what does it matter? Fair trial or not, they're going to hang. He just kind of shrugs. End result's the same. It's just how you get there. I understand. Can the mayor be talked out of it? He shrugs. Doubt it. He's, uh, he's anxious to retract in the fullest sense, his support of the 42nd. I don't blame him. He was not pleased. We brought him out and showed him exactly what was up. You might think this rush is a way to make up for it. <sighs> well, in either case, trials are going to start around one. We're going to be held in the town square. Well, are we going to be on the gallows? I don't think he's going to go so far as to do that, but they might as well be. Are we needed there for anything? Uh, I know the mayor wanted to thank you. Well, James is still here. He is, and he's going to be there as well. Of course, there's also the matter of you getting paid. Talia looks very confused. This wasn't a paying job. Post, please put in a cha-ching sound. <laughs> <laughs> it was as soon as the mayor declared the 42nd as bandits in the town. I didn't even think about that. Town's been doing quite well recently. Treasury has uh, swollen a bit faster than the mayor knows how to spend it. Well, he wanted to put in a constable station, I know. I hope you'd be in charge of that. <laughs> uh, before, before this, I think he would have done everything in his damnedest to force me out, but I think I can uh, hold on a bit longer. I hope so. You're a good man, Grim. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know if you want to be there during the trial, but I think he's planning on presenting the reward after the hangings. It should be finished if all goes to schedule around four. Well... I suppose we should be there just for, I don't know. Seems wrong not to be there. But um, I know Celine will wanna at least 
help with the bodies. I know she has to go over to uh, help uh, one of the girls. Alright, Kristen. That was Injun. But she'll definitely want to be there after they're hanging and make sure they're dead and all that all that undertaken nonsense that she knows how to do. Mm-hmm. We'll be there. Mm-hmm. Nods. Well, I'm gonna go try and catch about a half hour of shut-eye before this all kicks off, so <laughs> yeah. if you need me, I'll be at the office. <laughs> we will check your bunk bed. <laughs> yeah, get some rest. You haven't seen um, Captain Wild around, have you? Saw him... About 40 minutes ago, I think heading towards Town Square. Then that's where I'm going. Not. Well, see you this afternoon then. Get some rest. Mm. Before I leave, can I look over at uh, the foreman? Mm-hmm. How does he look? He's currently sitting with his plate in a f- far corner of the room. Make a perception check. 11. 11. It's pretty easy to tell you just needed a 10. Oh, okay. But you see he's just kind of absentmindedly pushing his food around his plate, kind of staring down at it. I head over. He looks up. Oh, hi. Uh, Talia. Right, right. You helped, uh, you helped with that, uh, Bug business. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, well, it was about time, but it is not easy. Is Raven alright? I mean, that's a dumb question. Um. <laughs> She's a strong lass. But this will take some time. If you or she needs anything, we're in town for a little while longer. Thank you. Walks away. Awkwardly. Yeah. (laughs) Before I go see James, I'm going to go get Celine. Okay. Make sure she's not burning anything else. And I am uh, teaching Jerris how to fill in his eyebrows <laughs> and how to do a cut crease. <laughs> no, he's actually quite interested in this. Yes. So I am, so I am, yeah. And you want to um, use a light touch to uh, to fill in your brows. You, you have rather dark brows to, to begin with, so uh, you are blessed in that area. <sighs> she huffs because of your blonde eyebrows <laughs> and um you want your arch to be right above where your uh pupil is and there you go <laughs> looks at himself in the mirror huh and smiles hmm <laughs> he looks good very good and i get back i'll teach you how to do your eyeliner properly because the way you are doing it is shameful okay <laughs> oh don't worry she gives me shit too your mother doesn't even fucking try. It just, you just, at the end. You know. Celine just shakes her head with her perfectly winged eyeliner. 
Come on, I gotta steal you. And dear listeners, you cannot see, but I also have perfectly winged eyeliner. She She does. does. Every session. (laughs) Don't speak it into character. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna go talk to James. Right, I need to um, go back to the doctor and help with Crystal. Right, you wanna do that while I go talk? to James Um, I would like to speak with James as well. All right, I'll follow you then. All right. Jealous, don't burn anything down. Okay. So I find my way back. Yep. It's pretty easy. Crankshaft is growing, but it's not huge yet, right. so. It's crystal waitress. I knock on the door. It's a moment and then the door is opened. Good morning. Oh, good morning. I'm here to see Crystal. Uh, yes, uh, yes, uh, she's awake. Oh, good. Come on in. Hi. Uh, hello. Oh, uh, yes, this is my this is my wife, Talia Gray. Ah, pleasure. Yes, uh, right this way. And he leads you back through the curtained-off areas to Crystal's bed. She's sitting there, awake, even mm-hmm. though she you saw her sleeping the night before. She still just looks exhausted. Right. Uh, good morning, Crystal. Good morning. Uh, who who are you? My name is Selina Algent. I am a cleric. A preacher? Sort of. Uh, I haven't been exactly the most virtuous person. I, um, I, don't worry about it. <laughs> I like <Jaya> giggles. <laughs> Neither have I. Luckily, the Undertaker doesn't seem to have very many... Um... At that, she goes a little pale. So... Doc, you said all I had was a fractured collarbone. You knew that was going to happen. Actually, yes. And I and I just I just I say nothing. I stare at her until my head. Crystal, no, this <laughs> is Celine Argent. She is a cleric. She has offered to heal you. He- I smile. Heal, Mark. Without dealing your your broken uh, clavicle, was it? Look at the doctor. Uh, yes. It would take months to heal on its own. However, with uh, the help of what I can do, it shall heal much faster. But it's you worship the Undertaker, the God of Death. And that will I be fine? Of course. Well, persuasion, actually. Persuasion. 20. <laughs> okay. No. She she nods warily, but she nods. Uh, all, all right, then. Uh, what, do I have to do anything? Just or? hold belly still. Okay. And uh, Doc Crown, like, goes and gets, a, like, a pad of paper and a <laughs> pencil and just, like, is, um, I, I'm just observing. Of course. Starts, like, writing notes. Okay, hang on. Because I'm me. I have to do, okay, so, I, I walk over to Crystal and I close my eyes and take in a deep, deep breath. <sighs> and I use somatology. Hmm. And a, the sound of sigh kind of goes around the room. And, and we are indoors, right? Yeah. The lights start to go down a bit. 
Okay. Also, you are surrounded by curtains as well. Just pointing that out for any dramatic effect. Oh, yeah. Talia's like rolling her eyes, but not saying nothing. Okay. So is there shutters? Um, there are shutters on the windows, but like the, the room, there aren't, this is all one big room. Oh, so there are so dividers. Like, yeah, there are curtain dividers okay. everywhere. Okay, okay. So. The lights start to go down and a little bit of wind kicks up and the dividers kind of sway. And I open my eyes and they are bright white. You hear the sound of crows calling in the distance. And I kind of put my hands out to the side. And I speak, and when I speak, my voice is calded. Oh, Undertaker, I have before me. What was your name? Your full name. Tatha. Tatha Stoutmore. I have before me Crystal Tatha Stoutmore. She has sustained grievous injuries, and I know that at this very moment you have our measurements. However, I ask for mercy, and I ask that by your forgiveness, your wounds shall be healed. I put my hands on your clavicle, and I cast your wounds level one. (laughs) (laughs) And as I do, I like my head goes back, and there's another like ghostly kind of hush through the room. So uh, as I do that, um. Uh, this uh, glowing kind of spirit thing appears above her and shoots into her. <laughs> so. And I gasp. Crystal gaps, gasps too. And kind of screams a, a little bit, not like. Just, ah! y- a, yeah. Like a yelp. Yeah, yeah, because uh, the warmth from the healing energy mm-hmm. surprises her. <laughs> but in an instant it's gone and she's kind of like breathing heavily and everything goes back to normal and I still have my hands kind of on a clavicle and my head is bowed <sighs> Talia's got her face in her hand trying really hard not to cold, like bust a gut laughing like just and I look up and I open my eyes and say back to normal Yeah. by the grace of the undertaker you are spared and take my hands back. Kind of, like, carefully moves. I turn to the doctor. Did you get all that? <laughs> he, he's standing there, like, still furiously taking <laughs> he's notes. He's still taking notes this whole time. He's like, um, yes. Uh, and he sets his notepad aside. Um, if you'll excuse me. He goes over to Crystal. Um, how, how do you feel? Um, fine, I, I think... Uh, and she just stops and it's like, um, I'm going to, uh, examine, make sure everything is healed. Um, he kind of gently applies pressure to various spots and Crystal tells him that everything feels fine. Well, remarkable. Um, he, he, he turns back to you and... He, he, he. I have this stone, yeah. solemn look on my face. Mm. Just um, roll me a d20 and add your charisma really quick. D20? Oh shit, luck is that point, a luck one? What point, point? What's that? A seven. Seven! Okay, I will take it. Are you uh, proficient in performance? Perf- no. No? Okay. What's your charisma? Charisma is 
Two. Two? So Six. nine. Nine, okay. You can roll another luck for it. Yeah, yes, let's try again. That's better, 20. Total, so okay, yeah. That's two luck points I bound up shit. After he examines Crystal, he comes over. Well, I I must say I, that was quite impressive. I kind of gives you a little bit of a shrewd look. I, th- I think some of what you did was perhaps a little... A little what? A little for show. But it was a good show. For show. Jelly actually says what you think. Tell me, Dr. Clowns. Crown singular. Clown. Dr. Clown singular. Do you know The Undertaker? To be a god that does things for show. No. Then why would his favorite daughter do anything for show? Uh, uh, well. Where's my eyebrows? Uh, uh, perhaps I was um, mistaken. Ahem. Uh, tight. Celine. Talia. Um. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Love the record, I tried. Uh, well, uh, I, I must say it's quite um, impressive. I have I've seen some magic done, uh, but never anything that actually um, had to do with uh, uh, mortal physiology. Yes, well, it is my understanding that um, players like this are not exactly common. Uh, no, I have. Yeah, you are the only I have ever seen. I am, well, I've only ever seen one aside from myself. But I'm glad I was able to help. Mm. Nods. And uh, glad you enjoyed the show. Shall we? Let's. Shelly <laughs> <laughs> just like, there, she waits until they're at least a little bit of ways before she just starts cracking up. Something oh. funny. <laughs> you have not had that much bullshit going for a long time. Excuse you, it is the grace of the Undertaker. This bullshit is the grace of the Undertaker. I know, it's brilliant, don't get me wrong. I'm just... Wow. That... I was afraid you were gonna knock some life out of that poor Poor doctor. But, um, as long as he enjoyed it... As long as he enjoyed it. Well, and Crystal is healed, so that is all that really matters. That's true. I'm sure Juliana will feel a lot better. Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't very well just deal her and say, alright, you are done. Oh, of course not. No. No, no. Well, enough fun for now. Thank you so much for supporting Let's Be Legendary podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. You'd be surprised how much this helps others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. We also spend a lot of time in our Discord server, so please feel free to stop in and say hello. Links are in the description and on our website. For more content from our crew, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get episodes two days before the general public, exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DMs and players' notes on characters, 
and access to Bonus Round, a limited, exclusive series run by our patrons. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Our producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Our producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. Our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects are in the description below. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.